0: giving bingo. Yeah. Over at the old South Point. Oh, how was it? Um you know what? Uh, we won sporadically. Yeah. Uh, not a big wins. Uh, but it was hardly hardly anybody was there. I mean, I could count maybe 50 or less yeah. each session we went and we went to oh lord, six maybe six sessions over a couple of days uh and uh for all of you guys out there you know that love to talk about gambling and craps and dice and 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 pitching cards and all the other crap and and sports betting go play bingo one time yeah and and tell me it's not just hysterical yeah, you yeah. got you got to do it one time. If you're if you cannot be called a Vegas vet, yeah. if you don't go and play bingo, play bingo. That's right. Get your oxygen tank, yeah, and your member card, and go in there and play bingo. How about Keno? You play Keno at all? You know what? I I have the last time I played Keno, I won big. Yeah, I won and uh, I I was at Laughlin, the little awful little Laughlin, uh, and I won eight hundred dollars. Great. Yeah, I had wow. five of five couldn't believe it. But yeah, no, like, I don't. And, and I don't I think don't the play. nice
1: thing about Kino, I remember the few times that I did play it was, you know, they, they would have it in the restaurant and you would sit there and you would ask for a Kino card. Uh, yeah, and, would, and that's you know, how I won. Yeah. And yeah. then you sit there and you're still having a good time and, yeah. and you're you're eating or drinking and, and you're, you're you're conversing. Oh, oh, here it is. And you look up at yeah. the Kino board. Yeah. They're going to call the numbers. And, I, yeah. I uh, We were eating at the Riverside Cafe
0: yeah. at the Riverside Hotel overlooking the Little Brown River. And yeah, hit five of five. And there he was. And uh, the little girl, the little Kino writer, yeah. uh, followed me around until I cashed the ticket so she could get a tip. I felt bad. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. you know, true. I mean, it's Laughlin. You're not going to yes, get a lot of tips. That's right. But, so. I
1: wanted, I wanted to know if, why I didn't get something because I got five out of five too. I missed them all.
0: I don't know why. You I, know, I, I said, I said, I un- yeah, I didn't get any. Yeah, wait a minute.
1: All. I went with one I had more. I didn't get any of them. <laughs> right. I didn't get any of them. that, yeah, you sh- no.
0: that should be a tear. <laughs> Complete <laughs> should loser tier. should get <laughs> one one dollar. Yes. That's yes, funny. Yes. Uh, well, for everybody listening, welcome back. Um, there, uh, the, the and I don't know if John knows about this. I didn't tell John. Um, there's a whole new set of ads going to be on, on our show, um, and uh, it's uh, our partners over there at Podbean have uh, attached a few companies to us. Good. And um, uh, I would like to know what everybody thinks. So basically, they're going to be on the pre-roll. Uh, that meaning that you're going to hear most likely the ads prior to uh, John and I are starting to starting to talk. Um, uh, I'm very interested in, in that whole process. Uh, they've been really great about it, and uh, I, I would really love to know what people think. So if you do hear the ads, um, uh, please let us know and uh, tell me what you think of the format and how Podbean did. Uh, if you don't hear the ads, I'd like to know that too, because um, uh, that would be sort of strange. Uh, but uh, listen for those. But John, uh, I, I, uh, when my uh, family was here, mm-hmm. uh, I went to the mob Museum. You, oh, I, are, you, you know, I've you've not wanted been. to go. Yeah, I have. Okay.
1: It was it crowded or is it what, what was the
0: experience? Uh, it was it was comfortably uh, attended. It can, can get crowded. Yeah. Um, uh, Fast forwarding a little bit, they hold. Uh, they actually are an event. Uh, uh house 2 they can have events there birthday parties and corporate events and which wow. they do a lot um it's a three story building it is a former courthouse the former courthouse That's right I've seen it from yep. the outside. Yep. but right off the bat I have I have made mention of my uh uh, uh I have been unimpressed with downtown I've been yeah. unimpressed with all the efforts to to improve it Yeah The Mob Museum is a diamond in the rough mm. It is Right Fantastic. Good. And it's not only fantastic; it's one of the few things in Las Vegas currently that give you way more than what you're spending. Oh, that's now, nice. locals, that is, that is, yeah, yeah, locals get a tremendous discount. It Good. is forty-five dollars mm. if you want to do the premium pass, which includes, and I'll explain these to you, John. Uh, if you want to do the uh, the the uh, use of force. Uh, presentation mm-hmm. as well as the CSI presentation and then uh, the rest of the building and underneath which is actually a fourth floor on the in the basement uh, is the bar and uh, and eatery called the distillery
1: Oh, it's like a speakeasy. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Very cool. A little pricey. Yeah. But very, still very cool. But it's forty-five dollars for all of that. You can do a a, a basic ticket, which is you, you go in and you can enjoy all the uh, visual presentations, yeah. but not the use of force and CSI. Now there are some that are going to you know experience those, especially those guys that 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 own guns and you know think they're cool because of that. Um, but uh, uh, it is they they really make an effort to make it fun. But, along with those two things, those presentations, which they schedule, actually you go in there and you schedule, you go at 5.30 and 6.10 and whatever, uh, but there are three levels of, of, of audio-visual presentation, including the original courtroom, and I'm going to I'm date myself, but anybody who knows about the mob trials by a gentleman, by Estes Kefalver. yes. It is the courtroom, really, where you're sitting. Wow. Yes, you're sitting in this uh, completely revamped courtroom, except the pews and everything else are original. So you're sitting in the historical courtroom where they uh, went after the uh, the uh, Frank Costello and yep. Gambino. They went after him exactly, exactly. I that. Uh, but uh, uh, starting from the beginning, basically, what you do is you go, and it is one of um, Las Vegas is notorious, John, for. Um, uh, having terrible rideshare drop offs, yeah, because generally the casinos aren 't thrilled about it still uh but uh you can bi- get dropped off right in front, and it 's so easy, so nice you 're very near the uh, uh the downtown grand hotel uh, it used to be the uh uh um uh, lady luck and uh which is' a nice enough i mean it's it 's cute it 's small it's it 's really great if you want a really you know uh, intimate downtown experience. But right across the street, there it is—the mob museum. So you walk up these big steps, you know, and you, and you already feel like you're in the courtroom. Armed guards in the front. I thought that was inter- real armed guards. Really? Yeah, real armed guards. Uh, one former police officer and one young lady that was training. But but yeah, armed guards. Um, not quite sure why, but th- that's fine with me. Uh, and you go in, and there's a there's the uh, uh, what used to be the the booth system uh, to get into the courtroom. You would check in and get in, you know, go to your uh, specific court area. Uh, but this is where you buy your tickets. And then they go in, and the, you enter in on the first floor. Uh, and then the very first thing you do is you go into these, uh, and every floor has these uh, just amazing. Technologically advanced um, uh, historical uh, presentations. There's video screens. There's touch screens. There's movies going on. There's 3D, um, and and it's just and there's interactive things going on. It's it's really the coolest thing. If you love the mob and law enforcement and everything that it involves in them, it goes everywhere, uh, all the way back to, well, like I said, the Gambinos, the Costellos, um, and all the way forward, pretty much. Through Lefty Rosenthal and then through Gotti. Yeah. And which we'll talk about in a minute. I just saw Gotti with Travolta. Oh, yeah. He, yeah. he really looked like him, didn't yeah, he, he? You know, he actually did. Yeah, he actually did. Yeah, he he, uh, Travolta is much taller than Gotti yeah, was. But, yeah. but uh, all the way through Gotti uh, and then a little smattering of what's going on now. But th- uh, what's going on now isn't really as interesting as it was back in the yeah, day. Yeah. Uh, but the, then you go to the use of force thing. Uh, now, have you? Do you have guns? Do
1: you, have, do you use guns? No, no. Yeah, no. I, I'm not. A, I'm not a gun fan. I'm not even. Okay. I'm honestly, you know, I'm not a law enforcement fan. Either. Yeah, that's true. That's, uh, <laughs> not in this country, yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, yeah. Hippie Shoot roots. first. Yeah, yeah, I had hippie rules. Shoot first, and then find out. Oh, oh, that was just a stapler they held. <laughs> uh, they, I'm sorry. You know, when I lived in Japan, I was here. I was there close to 15 years. Yeah. I don't think the police the whole time I was here ever shot anybody. In Japan, in Japan, yeah. they if they did it would have been huge news. Oh sure, uh, um, you know so so they find other ways to 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 corner people because they know that the the odds are only the yakuza are going to have guns. Yeah, for the most part. Yeah, so yeah.
0: I But uh, but I, I've got to go back a little bit. It's yeah. forty five dollars for all this entire experience. However, if you're a local or with a local or can have you know some local luck, um, it's thirty five. Oh, so it, really. an immediate $10 discount is actually unheard of in Vegas nowadays. Yeah, yeah. you know. So I mean, $35 for all this and I'll explain why that's such a good deal. So you you, you get your ticket, you get your little wristband, you go in and you're you immediately you're just you're, you're struck by Everything, this entire court building has been revamped so you can enjoy not only the historical aspect of the court rooms, rooms and buildings, uh, but, uh, but you see all this wonderful, I mean, there's, uh, the first thing you go into is this um, uh, uh, law enforcement, uh, um, sort of a nod to all law enforcement, uh, and it goes through everything including um, uh, poaching. Mm. You know a poaching of animals in Africa, and then uh, the the cutting of uh, rosewood, uh, which is a protected uh, tree and it's just amazing. But then you go around the corner uh, and you go to this use of force thing. Now again, you know all the guys out there, all the all the all the tough guys out there with all their guns, they're gonna think this is lame. But you know what for the for the general person, it's not lame. it's actually it very interesting. And so you you check in. And the entire thing is basically an instruction on, on, on two situations that you go through, actually three, uh, where police go through interactions with potential criminals and definite criminals. And you're given a little, uh, it's not dangerous, they, they use actual, uh, and I believe he said that the guns they were using were six hour. Uh, they were, they, they were, they're, they're CO2 with yeah. a laser, with a laser. Yeah. So they yeah. make a puffing noise and then they have a laser and it's a video presentation with the exception of the last part. So they they give you an actual police belt, which I'm used to for my belts, uh, all the photography stuff, uh, but uh, an actual police belt. And they go through this basic training of how to handle the gun and the correct way to handle the gun. And then they put you into a video scenario. Well, they, they, you, you, you sort of uh, uh, you go through a target scenario to make sure the gun is aiming correctly, yeah. the laser. Uh, and then they put you into this video scenario where it is a, um, uh, uh, a break-in, uh, a home invasion. And you and your partner, has to be two people or three people, two people, and it was my my uh, my brother-in-law and, and myself, and we went through there. And the first and and it's and it's very basic, but it's uh, you go through and this woman comes out screaming, and you don't shoot her. You can shoot her if yeah, you want you to, yeah. yeah. And uh, your training officer is behind you running the video. And she, oh, my God, oh, my God, we're being robbed. And you go in, and then the, the, the then there's the, the idiot millennial that comes out of the pantry with the cell phone. Yeah. Yeah. So you shoot him. <laughs> you have to shoot the millennial. Um, and then you go through, and there's a couple of actually armed people and they test reaction time and accuracy and the very last thing that you see is someone uh, running away but then turns to fire at you uh and that's our th- there's versions of it but th- that was our version and so you see how you did we did decently <laughs> uh the last one we we kind of missed um uh i think the laser was off mm. it's right it's always the gun right yeah um, and then you go into a real world scenario and he tells you, all right, you're going to go into this room and there's going to be a person there and he's going to interact with you. It's an actual person and he's going to interact with you. And so he said, one of you has to be the person that speaks, the active speaker, and the other person is the per- uh, is the backup. Well, um, my brother in law uh, doesn't love the speaking thing. So I, I did that. And you go in and there's this guy with a knife a black guy with a knife. I mm. thought it was hysterical. And a hoodie. you got to have that. And, uh, and he's trying to get into, it's a video wall, and he's trying to get, get into this car. And you have to talk him, you know, to drop the knife. and go, You go through this whole procedure. And then they explain to you what, what really should have been done based on police procedure. All these people are law enforcement, you know, uh, yeah. uh, officers. Um, and he said, I did pretty well, you know. And he said, okay, get, come out of the room, and we're going to go back in. And he said, I'm not going to tell you a word. I'm just going to f- let this door fly open and you go in. And, you know, it was interesting because at first you think, oh, yeah, you got the gun in your hand. You got to come in just blazing, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. just do the whole John Wick thing. and Just destroy everything. Yeah. And I found it amazing. When I walked in, when we kind of rushed in, uh, Don, my, my brother-in-law, uh, he, he immediately pulled his gun because the guy had a gun out and I didn't. Mm. I didn't pull my gun, and I began speaking to him, and, and you know, he, he turned to pu- uh, put the gun towards us, and Don just, you know, just leveled he it. He clipped him, yeah. yeah. Did some, did, yeah. But, uh, so, that's your first experience in the mob museum. Yeah, wow. yeah.
1: How long did that take, then, from start to finish? The
0: entire thing, including a check-in, probably took uh, 40 minutes. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I may be giving a little a few extra minutes, but it was about 40 minutes, Um and you know what? It was fun. Yeah. It was fun. I'm not yeah. a police officer. I, I you know, um, uh, I support what they do. They deal with a lot of, you know, the dregs of humanity. Uh, but it was very interesting. And you know what? It, it, was, it was just uh, unexpected. I'm like, oh, great. I get to shoot a gun and I get to talk to, uh, uh, you know, a black guy. And it was, it was hysterical that he was a black guy. Uh, now, and then uh, our, our, um, the, our other uh, family members went in and uh, they just shot everything. They just shot everything. And they shot the guy. And apparently the, the, the actor, at the end, he tripped and fell. And they thought they actually hurt him and shot him. And it was, oh, wow. No bullets are coming out. Yeah. Um, then the second thing, and the second presentation, also on the first floor uh, of the Mob Museum, is a CSI thing. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, and, and they take you through a um, uh, uh, dead body, uh, uh, what killed him, mm-hmm. and why, and and how, how can you tell, uh, fingerprint analysis, Uh, uh, ballistics and um, uh, uh, the the, uh, evidence pickup and uh, proper disposal. And then you go station to station to station and you're sort of on your own. And everybody just kind of goes, you know, like one through five and and it goes on. And again, that's about 30 minutes. Uh, But very cool, very interesting and all very well done. I mean, it's not just, you know, just little carnival crap. It's very well done. Um, basic, you know, they can't go into much, but I mean, you know, you're looking at a, a video presentation of a dead body, yeah. and they're explaining the the maggots and how to how uh, yeah you know the the hurt shoulder and the blue br, contusions and so on and so forth. Very yeah. cool.
1: Yeah, I, I mentioned when I lived in Japan that uh, I taught an old guy. He used to go to his house every tuesday and he was the what would be the equivalent of the county coroner mm. um they have prefectures in japan so he was a prefectural coroner and a couple times you know the um uh, the police had come while we were talking mm-hmm. and take him away because uh, they had found a uh, you know a, a dead body or something and he'd have to look him up because yep they're dead all right mm-hmm. and come back or you know i saw him once a week he would tell me yeah i saw these you know three bodies or whatever this week and all right um you know, they used to call the, the police term for the body they find in the river, they would call maguro, which is tuna, right, basically, right. yeah. Right, um, But I remember I'd asked, I said, well, gee, he said, yeah, they found a guy. He died, you know, by he lived by himself and probably had a heart attack, whatever. Uh, he's, he'd been dead about 12 hours. I said, how can you tell? He said, well, I plucked a maggot out of his eye socket. And judge based on the size of the maggot, mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. know about how long it takes for the flies to come in and lay eggs, and that way there they can determine how long about what, how long ago the man's been dead. Wow. Yeah. Wow. yeah
0: so. uh, one thing I forgot to tell uh, you, John, is that the Mob Museum is actually, euf- it's a euphemistic term. Yeah. Um, it's actually the National Museum of Organized Crime and Law Enforcement. Mm. And it's an accredited museum. Uh, but we know it as the Mob Museum. It's kind of yeah. like the Boneyard. It's not really called the Boneyard. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's a neon, yeah, you know. That's what it should be called. Yes, exactly. Um, but... Uh, Mm-hmm. But uh, um, the then once you're done with your presentations, you're on your own. You have yeah. three levels to go through, and and uh, it, it's it's it really just depends. I mean, there's a section on Kennedy Nixon. And mm. old man, old man Kennedy, old man Jack, uh, being a rum runner and, and getting involved oh, with the yeah. mob there, uh-huh. you know. And there's uh, there's a little tiny thing on on like the Manson family and how that's considered almost like organized crime. Oh. you know. And then there's uh, the, then they then they really get into it. There's even a a, a, a touch video game presentation of sorts, um, on uh, you being made. You know, as far as a made man. Yeah. And, and the, the, what they go through to, and, and, and uh, you know, exactly how you sign your life away when you do that. And, but the most impressive thing I thought about it was when you entered into the second uh, second floor, you entered into this, uh, this uh, no, it was third floor, I believe, uh, this courtroom. It's not giant, but it's, it's a big place. And you sit down, and there, it's a multi screen. I think I counted seven different screens uh and uh with with the newest projection technology all a complete lighting package, and you sit there and you watch this 15-minute presentation on the Estes Kefauver yeah. um, hearings. Yeah. And if you don't know what those are, Cafalver uh, was sort of a, almost like an Elliot Ness. Yes, exactly. Uh, and uh, he he went after the mob um, successfully. Yeah. You know, and took down many many members of them, uh, and he hurt the, the 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 organizations greatly. But this was the the actual courtroom. That's cool. Which they don't emphasize too much. They should, I think, uh, but um, it is cool. It's one of the coolest things, especially if you're a, a you know, a mob buff or a law enforcement buff. Uh, but uh, uh, again, I, I can't say enough about it. You know, we, 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 we've talked about many different things, uh, the little tiny, you know, uh, touristy things in Las Vegas. But the Mob Museum is, is wonderful. Now, do you what, what part of the mob do you kind of, you know, uh, like? What, what, what have you liked to study?
1: I think one of the one of the issues that I have is that on the one hand it's romantic you know I mean you look at it, ooh the mob um, it's of course very interesting but let's not lose lose um, uh, lose track that these guys were thugs and um, I think that gets lost I mean sometimes I see places where you know I like to read about we all like to read about monsters human monsters especially because there's a fascination and that's and that's fine to be interested in, you know, getting away from the uh, from organized crime for a minute, but like like a John Wayne Gacy or a Ted Bundy, we all know who these are. These now become almost mythic characters in our in our in our culture. But to go around with a T-shirt with one of these assholes on it, don't forget how they got their notoriety. Yeah. That there were real people that were that were raped and tortured and murdered, uh, that you know committed by 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 these by these monsters, and and that their lives are over and their families' lives have have. They've had to live with that anguish. Yeah. So don't lose track. You know, don't lose track of the fact that that you know these aren't people to be to be hero worshipped in that regard. And, no. And yeah. So so yeah, with the, with the mob, and there were things we've talked about on our show here as as it as it applies to Las Vegas that mm-hmm. that it was better for the average hotel worker when it was run by the organized crime because again, they're they're they what they were in was the vice industry mm-hmm. right and they they cared about the casino and if you got your own little scam they don't care what the valet is doing or the bellman uh wanting to sell something you know uh or or get a little skim on the side and they were fine with that you know yeah so.
0: absolutely and and we'll um that that'll sort of transition me to talking about the um uh the the movie Gotti with travolta but lastly about the museum underneath in the basement and one thing they emphasize about this, and I will certainly emphasize this, is that um, it's the, it's called the distillery. Uh, yes, it's exactly yeah. a modeled after a speakeasy. In fact, getting in there is just like that. And they have their own uh, 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 custom moonshine, yeah. uh, which apparently you know would eat the you know the copper off your kettle. Yeah. Uh, but did um, you, ch- did you get to taste it. I did. It was a tiny little taste, and uh, woo. Yeah, yeah uh well to to me all alcohol is like you know eating kerosene yeah uh but um um the the drinkers with me said it was stiff it was it was a good drink But uh, a beautiful place. They have a light sort of um, uh, appetizer menu. But the most important thing they emphasize there is that it's open beyond the mob museum time and open on days when the mob museum isn't. It's always open uh, as a bar. Yeah. So you can visit there. It's called the distillery. Uh, but back to the Gotti thing um, and no the Mob Museum is a historical documentation it is not pro-con or anything okay yeah That's absolutely good. it just shows you the, the the incredible depth of history yeah uh, that the mob subject has and how how just unbelievably far-reaching it yeah. was and is
1: yeah and what of course what's interesting is that for so long it was kind of not even recognized right up, up a up until really the last 50, 60 years, right? They knew that, yeah, yeah, there there is, but they didn't realize that it was, you know, there were gangs, but the organization of it, how deep it went, and how how yes. thorough, yes, and and really it was like a corporation, right? You know, with the way right. it was run, and and yet a CEO basically, and yeah, and uh, I mean they. Um, uh, the retirement package uh, uh-huh. wasn't <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah, it, it was. It was pretty extreme. But yeah, yeah. I mean, and they have these w- wonderful.
0: I mean, literally, you, there's for the thirty five dollars, you get everything I've just explained, and we left having maybe read, watched, interacted with. 60 percent
1: oh wow so how long
0: were you there then we were there a solid two and a half maybe two hours 45 minutes nice and -hmm. could have stayed there easily another two hours uh but you kind of pick and choose what you want but i mean everywhere you turn i mean they they would have like quotes on the wall that were you know etched on the wall or painted on the wall uh and um one was like Bugsy Siegel when he was talking to an attorney uh, and the attorney has said, "Well, oh, God, I'm really nervous now. You know, what's going on? And he said, no, don't worry. We just kill ourselves. You know, which is yeah. obviously not true. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, and you turn another corner, and there's a photo op, which is a uh, a lineup room where you can take your photo op, uh, and it's a it's a one way glass. Yeah. Or two way glass. One way glass. Two way. Um, uh, and it's just it, again, it's just every it's it's a visual um, you know sensory experience that that I I can't say enough about. Uh, we'll give you all the information uh, on our blog, uh, and I will um, also give you the information the .dot com so you guys can look it up. Also Groupon. They, yeah, they do yeah, I've seen thing. that. No, no. So, yeah. what
1: is the basic cost? I mean, you you were mentioning that you go for the full board. It's forty five dollars if you don't have to, if you're not a local. 45. But if you don't do the the law enforcement and the, the the use of force and the and the and the CSI, or do you have a? Ch- is there one that so you all only do one or the other? Or right? You know, let me check. Uh,
0: it, I believe uh, it's thirty five for the basic. But let me, you know, what the the, the uh, you can do everything online, and um, when you go online, there's an option. Uh, to the Premier Pass is forty four ninety five. That's yeah. the one we I just discussed. Yeah. Uh, the Deluxe Pass, which is with one special experience, that's right. thirty eight ninety five. All right. And general is twenty six ninety five. Oh, okay. Twenty six
1: ninety five. You just um, see all the exhibits. You just yeah. Get the, the, more than yeah. worth it. Yeah.
0: More than worth it. But Ooh. yeah, tell them you're a local. Tell them you're a local. Uh, but uh, so so uh, included in this, I to, uh, So you've not seen Gotti?
1: No, the movie I haven't. Yeah. No.
0: Okay, I recently saw it a couple days ago. Um. And I have to say that I I wholeheartedly disagree with Joe Rogan. Mm -hmm. Joe Rogan uh, was. When was the movie made? uh, This year. Oh, was it just this year? 17, 17, 18. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, and Joe Rogan was not only was he w- had a negative response to the film, but he he found uh, um, Travolta to, to be quite comical, mm. and he and he was sort of make, making fun of the, the whole whole experience on his podcast, which is fine. I mean, everybody has their opinion, uh, but I I must disagree. Um, was Travolta over the top as Gotti? Yeah, sure. Sure. Travolta's an over-the-top kind of guy anyway now. I think yeah, he's always yeah. been, but now he is. He
1: played, who did he play in um, uh, that O.J. Simpson one? Didn't he play uh, Kardashian?
0: Uh, 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 oh, he knocked it out of my head. I'll, I'll get it in a second. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but yes, he certainly did, and he was he was great in that. Yeah. I mean, uh, he's been an over-the-top guy since he was playing yeah. Vinny Barbarino. Yeah, yeah. In, in yeah, Welcome Back yeah, Cotter. Yeah, yeah. So, so, uh, but um, he did look like Gotti. He he absolutely yeah. did. It was absolutely Travolta. You're standing there looking yeah. at him, but between the hair and the makeup, and uh, they took a, a basically Gotti was, uh, was uh they, they it was a retro um uh retro scene movie. They went up and back and up and back all the way through his death in prison, uh, from cancer, but um uh it, it, he did a fantastic job, I think, because Gotti himself was over the top. Yeah, he wasn't. He was the absolute definition of arrogant yeah and and rightly so i think there's some arrogance you need to be when you're part of that that world yeah uh but um you're absolutely well, right, though. Uh, it, go ahead, please. No, I was
1: going to say, it, like you would need the same, it's the same Uh, uh. Shapiro, Robert trait. Shapiro. Shapiro, Shapiro. Yes. thank you. I went sorry, to, I didn't mean yeah. to interrupt you. That's who he was. It was she, <laughs> she I know he's one of the two. I'm getting two. older. Yes. I need to get that stuff out of yes. the head there. Well, like I said, I, I, I know was one of the attorneys. Yeah. It was one of the two. Yes, it was Shapiro, Shapiro. who he played. Yeah. yeah. But I was saying that, no, he has the same um, uh, personality traits, the same arrogance, uh, as you would need to be a CEO, and they were—it was like a, it's a company basically. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the same type of you look at Donald Trump. I mean, you could—you whether somebody likes him or not, you can't get away from like the, the guy's arrogant. Yes, he's yes. absolutely arrogant, and, and 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 that's and and boastful and belligerent and and everything like that. And that seems to be kind of a common trait very often. You know, with and are, and hair trigger. Yeah, hair trigger. And I think.
0: I I think if you can be only slightly sociopathic Mm. and yet be still be a family man, that that's these men, and that was Gotti.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mentioned before that uh, you know there was a study out of Australia which had which had. that had shown that about, they'd asked me, I think they said, at least 20% of CEOs of major companies are, are sociopaths, would be, based on based on testing. And oh, yeah. the general population is 1%. Now, again, we think of the Ted Bundys and the, those people who are sociopaths, that they're all murderers, and they aren't. Most of them don't. Do that, but you know, the thing is, they have no compassion. Mm-hmm. They're in- incapable of doing that, and and you know that's that's just a personality trait. They're just yeah. cold blooded, and and you know that's that's what I'm going to close the factory here on on New Year's Day, and um, those people who are all out of work and have families to feed, fuck them. I personally can't do that myself, but I'm not a sociopath. Right. But 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 and then again, I'd make a really shitty CEO. Because, you know, I have what my shareholders to answer to and, yeah. and I can't, you know, that's that's the, the way to make more money is to close the factory here and go open it in Indonesia or someplace else. Right. Um, and I say, no, no, I'm not. That's why I'm very comfortable myself working for a nonprofit. Right. You know, right. where we don't have to make those type of decisions. Yeah.
0: But what you said actually ring, r- r- rings true. Um, uh, the filmmakers, I think... I don't know if they think of this or not, but hopefully they tread carefully. Is that you know because it is John Travolta, who is I I still still think a you know generally globally liked actor. Yeah. Um. Uh. He he made Gotti. He he made you like him a little bit. Yeah. You know. Uh. Still though, I mean, uh, with with, dotted throughout the film, or when you see his brutality. Yeah. When you see the decisions he makes that are are completely dispassionate yeah uh and in in his favor, um including you know having Frank Costello killed yeah in front of this, uh the his restaurant yeah um and uh uh you know it's um it, it's a very quick hour and forty four minute portrait of John Gotti and the whole situation. Uh, and, 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 uh, John Jr., uh, his son, uh, his troubles at the very end, uh, as well. And he, um, uh, he had meetings with Gotti as he was, uh, Gotti was in a terrible shape, dying of cancer. And, uh, John, his son came in and told him he was going to take a plea, you know, about all of his, you know, misdoings. Uh, so, but, but as far, it wasn't as in depth, I would say, it's definitely not a godfather. Yeah, yeah. Where where you see you know it's not not character study because you already know the characters, um. But uh, again, I I thought it was uh, well presented. I think uh, Travolta did a fantastic job, and um. As as much as I know about John Gotti, I think he nailed him. I Mm -hmm. I think he really did. You know. But um. uh, So just as I was just as we were leaving for our little uh uh, uh, holiday hiatus break. Yes. uh, I was going to um. I was going to Disney World. Yes. Thought I'd tell you about that. I won't take too long because this is a, a Las Vegas podcast, but uh, I love to compare the two. Yeah. Now, uh, having... Which you, we, did,
1: we did. I mean, we did
0: Disneyland, right? Yes. We compared that before. Yes, so. And I think Disneyland came ahead, I, I think, because mm. of the, the, the way they do things. But here's the deal. Uh, uh, Las Ve- uh, one thing you and I can, can attest to is that when we worked for the Venetian and we opened the Venetian and then we continued to work for the Venetian, we were deluged by people just lines 50 deep yeah and i i know me personally that i will never be bothered by a line if i if i'm ever in a public service arena doesn't bother me a bit i don't get there's no nerves there's nothing because we it really was we were in the trenches our bunker was the concierge desk and the and then the attacking people were the customers yeah that being said, you know, you and I always said that, you know, we've seen massive crowds. You know, we've seen Las Vegas. Yeah. And yeah, really. I lived in Tokyo, right? Yeah, you <laughs> lived in Tokyo. I got to tell you, I I was stunned at the number
1: of people. Really? And you were there kind of off season. I was there, there
0: off season. I was there at the the what they claim to be the perfect week. Now they're changing things. Disney is actually manipulating the crowds to come at certain times and no. not at others but by their pricing. But um, uh, I went to uh, Disney World, if nobody's been there, has four parks, which are Disneyland's two. They have uh, the um, uh, Magic Kingdom, which is Disneyland. Uh, They have Disney's Animal Kingdom. They have Disney Hollywood Studios. And they have Epcot. Hmm. Uh, And I went to uh, Epcot, Animal Kingdom, Hollywood Studios, and then Magic Kingdom. The first three... Were uh crowded, Vegas style. Then the last one. Unbeknownst to me, our plan ended up, we went to Magic Kingdom on November 18th. Okay. Which is Mickey's actual birthday. No shit. Mickey, he,
1: Bur- Ma- Mickey Mouse has a birthday. Mickey
0: Mouse has a How birthday. How old is he? He's uh, like 75. Based on Steamboat Willie. Yeah. Uh, he's 90. Wow. Yes. On November 18th. I didn't realize this. Doesn't
1: look a day over 17. That's right.
0: That's right, uh, and so we, we we just hung our heads and said, okay, we're gonna go ahead and just deal with this. And I
1: thought, oh, what? what I mean, so so did they? What did they give away tickets? Did they? What, what was a big a big parade or everything? Everything, everything,
0: including getting in. Now, when you first go into Disney World, you go through the downtown walkway, yeah, yeah. come to the square where, right. where, where Walt Disney is uh, the statue where he's, he and Mickey are walking and he's yeah. holding his hand. Yeah. Uh, beautiful statue, by the way. Um, and you're not in yet. Okay. Yeah. Then you then you are confronted by the castle. Right. Right. Whereas Disneyland, you can walk through the castle. Yeah. This one, you got to walk around the castle. Uh. Okay. So and uh, so, <laughs> I noticed this crowds, and I'm like, you know, and, and it was okay. It was still Las Vegas style crowd. You know, it was it was like an opening of a new casino size. No big deal. I was like, oh great, not Mickey's ninetieth. Nobody gives a shit. Yeah. Okay. So again, I'm not in. I'm not in the thing yet. I'm not in the park. We already knew that we wanted to go on the ride. The most popular ride in Disney World or uh, Magic Kingdom currently is the uh, the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train.
1: Oh yes. Is it good? It is good. I, I went on it. Is it like um, um, Thunder Mountain, something like that? Or? A bit. A bit. A, a bit, yeah. bit.
0: Yes. the The car is sway and there's there's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, uh very fun, very smooth. smooth smoothest roller coaster I've been on. Okay, so we were, we were ready, we were gonna and, and the reason people are lining up here is to, is when they drop the rope, figuratively speaking, you you rush over. If you couldn't get a fast pass early, you rush over to um, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, and so that's what we, we uh, you know, Mickey came out, and, and all the princesses came out, and everybody came out for this very lovely, nicely presented happy birthday to Mickey uh, sort of musical thing before they were going to drop the ropes. Well, I, I hadn't looked behind me in, in a while. I was talking to my wife and, and looking around. And I look behind me and you take, you take a normal, busy Las Vegas casino opening and quadruple it. Oh. Keeping in mind, I'm not in the oh. park yet. Oh. Yes. And now people are starting to touch me. Oh, the, and that's not good. And
1: push me. That's not good. And
0: everything else. So I'm like, okay. Bastards. let's drop the rope and let's go. How
1: old are most of the people there? they like, obviously they got every the age, kids. Every, every, every age. age.
0: Yeah. Every age. Strangely enough, though, I would put a solid group between thirty-five and fifty five.
1: Wow. Yeah. So so what day of the week was this then when you went was it a Tuesday? This Wednesday unfortunately
0: was, was a Sunday. Ah, that's yes. the other thing. Yeah, yeah, it was just the way things were planned. Yep, yep. So already they got Las Vegas beat four times. Yeah. Okay. And it's approaching approaching now Las Vegas New Year's yeah okay so still haven't dropped the ropes yet mickey says goodbye all the princesses say goodbye all the kids are loving this and you know what it's nice if you like the disney experience it's nice so they dropped the rope and at the minute they dropped the rope i realized that i had already not even stepping foot in the park i'm i I can look and it went from four times to easily 10 times the original crowd that I was standing with, oh. so we're already past New Year's in Las Vegas. Oh God! And we're all heading towards the Seven Dwarfs Mine drain. Mm, oh, so we, but we, you had a fast pass for that though. I did not. You? Oh, wasn't oh, able to get it. Yeah, I'm not going right. to bore people with what you go through to get a fast pass, but it's hard. Uh, so we're heading for this, and we're following the people. We're talking to people. Hey, what do you do? And this and that. So we get in a pretty good spot in line, but a pretty good spot in line is three to four hundred yards away from just the mouth of the ride. Oh, okay. Christ. Yeah.
1: So so. But it moves fast. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: here's all these people, and you know some of the crowd goes different directions. So here's all these people, and we're in the line, and we are thought, all right, we'll we'll deal with it when we have our other fast passes. Everything should be fine. So, uh something feels wrong. Yeah, it, it's not right, you know. And it, and it's like like and I felt it before. So I decide, okay, I'm gonna go get some food, and see see what's going on. So, this is an hour in already, and, and you haven't been on anything yet. Haven't been on anything yet. No, you just been in a line. Been in a line. Yeah, a couple lines. Yeah. And I look at the people, and they have that dejected look that you and I used to get when our computers were down. Yeah, can't sell a ticket, can't book a restaurant, can't do anything, yeah. but, but show them where the bathroom is.
1: Show them where the bathroom is, and then get hollered at.
0: There you go. Yeah. And there, and there's these kids, you know, and they they hire all the kids, you know, and then they the, the and, and of course they have the person with the clipboard, you know, looking in the air because you know just pray and nobody approaches him. So I've come to find out that on Mickey's birthday, on Mickey's 90th birthday, with a crowd surpassing the size of a Las Vegas New Year's crowd, the number one ride everybody's waiting for hasn't sent a car out yet.
1: Uh Uh-oh. How come? It's down. Oh, shit.
0: So make a long story, hopefully a little bit shorter, three and a half hours later that we found out, because we left right then, Three and a half hours later, they sent the first car out. Oh. An hour later, they sent the next car out because that didn't work. Oh, shit. So people were waiting in line four hours to get on this ride.
1: Oh, it sounds like Tokyo Disneyland. Yeah. Yeah, it really does. I remember when yeah. I went to the one of the first times, it took me an hour just to get to the ticket booth. Yeah. Just to get in the park. Yeah. Right? And then every ride, was it took at least an hour. Yeah. Uh, that was even for the shitty rides. The shitty rides were an hour, like those little go karts or whatever they are. You know, right. a little kiddie ride. Right. Uh, and then that 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 saccharine, uh you know, uh, small world. Yeah. Yeah. Like oh, I went on that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's another. You know, <laughs> that's an hour. But a good ride. I mean, you know, like yeah. Space Mountain or something. That was a two-hour wait. Yeah. So you go there all day, and you go, You've been on like three or four rides. Yeah.
0: You know. We we had a, a way better plan. I'm a I'm a big planner. Yes. So we yes. we 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 nailed it. We we just just destroyed it. Uh, and we got on the mine train. Yeah. So we we entered the park at well we we were standing in that giant clot of people at eight a.m. Yeah. Park opens at nine. We got we promptly got on the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train at 10:15 p.m. Oh, yes.
1: Was it still Las Vegas crowds we, we, at, we, that we, at that age?
0: Uh, yes, but they were dispersed throughout, you know, the yes, thing and they yes. had they, a lot of people hop, they go park to park, yeah. which I don't know how they do that with enough time. Uh but uh e at 10:15 p.m., the entire day later still took us an hour and 15 minutes to get on. Oh. Yeah. So, the reason I'm saying this is because uh, whereas Disneyland I think uh, uh and I loved it loved every second of it yeah you know uh, again, this is a Las Vegas podcast, so I'm not going to go through the whole thing uh, but uh, 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 Disney does an amazing job animal kingdom was was superb it was all wonderful, and it is actually for adults now yeah uh, but,
1: but the, the one real difference in terms of the crowds are the crowds at Disney World are sober, Yes. and the ones in Las Vegas generally aren't. Yes. I mean, there's a limit. And of course, the alcohol can make waiting around a little more bearable actually, to a point.
0: Actually, that's not true. No? No. no? Uh, Disney World uh, was the... Uh, Walt Disney said absolutely no alcohol in Disneyland, yeah. Yeah. which is always going to be the case. Yeah. Disney World's four parks, they have alcohol. Yeah, yeah. yeah because they, he was, was already drink dead like by here. the yeah. Yes, exactly.
1: And, and yeah, and I'm sure they don't have right... To, to, right. You're not going to find somebody falling over drunk. Right. like. The, but
0: the one thing I have to say for all the Las Vegas visitors... Uh, consider yourself lucky and uh, because if you ever are complaining about a, a, a little bit of a wait time yeah. here in Las Vegas, it can get worse.
1: Yeah. yeah, it can always be worse.
0: Yeah, it can always be worse. Yeah, So, so make a good plan when you come here. But yeah. uh, honestly, I had a wonderful time. Great. But, yeah, Great. it was a wonderful time. Uh, Disney has a certain way of doing things that I think Las Vegas can still learn from. Uh, it, uh, again, like you and I have talked about, it uh, embraces its past. Yeah. Uh, and it embraces the nostalgia and it makes it it does make you feel like a kid again.
1: Yeah. And that, yeah. And that that's part of what they sell. Yeah. You know, Absolutely. I mean, you've been on these rides before. Yeah, uh, there's a sense of do I have to go back? Yeah. But you go back for that to relive that old feeling. And sure. particularly as you get older, yeah. uh and you do hit the 40s, the 50s, in my case getting into 60, yeah. and you realize, yeah. gee, I went there with my grandparent and my parents or yeah. whatever, and they're gone. They they, they right. they've died, but you can still kind of go back there and, and remember that and mm-hmm. even go with your kids. And your kids may not care. Oh yeah, 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 this is where he was with somebody I never met. But nevertheless, right. now they're having they're, they're they're creating their own memory there. Sure. And they're having a good time so
0: so i'm going to leave you with a las vegas topic all right actually i'm going to uh 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 hopefully solicit a response here elicit a response um as i was driving down the freeway to uh, one of my assignments i looked over to my left and there was um uh the raider stadium Mm. getting bigger yeah lots of girders lots of stuff going on yeah guys working um, but uh, it's getting bigger. Lots more put on since I took a look at it. Yeah. Uh, 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 that's not what I wanted to ask about. Uh, my cousin, it, it, who is in town, uh, forked out the money for the the seat license.
1: Oh, what was that? Five grand. Oh, okay. That's just to buy the. Li- that's just to have the rights to the, that seat. T- yeah. You haven't bought the tickets yet. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think of that? Yeah, you know, I remember when my parents had the season tickets. They still do. I mean, uh, it's in the family. To the for the Giants, giants. at AT&T yeah. Park and of course they were uh you could set your drink on the dugout. Yeah, that, they were basically right there. They've now nice. put a little screen over that um that comes up so you don't get nailed by a foul ball or a bat, which is, has happened to somebody sitting in that seat. Sure. That they had they sold um But nevertheless, that's how that's how close they are. But it was it was astronomical because it was really clear to me that they did not want to sell those tickets to individual people. They wanted to sell them to companies, corporations. It was around twenty grand, and this was in nineteen ninety nine because that ballpark opened in two thousand. Yeah, and and my my parents knew somebody who was who was deep pockets, and he wanted to buy some of those tickets, Mm -hmm. and he forked over the money for that. And then every year for those season tickets, that was twenty grand. For the two tickets. Now, right. remember, baseball is a long season, unlike football. Yeah. And you're going to see 81 home games mm-hmm. for baseball. Football, we're looking at, at eight regular season. And then two, the preseason, who cares? But nevertheless, <laughs> that's in the package. <laughs> right. So unless the team makes the playoff, you're looking at 10 games, Tops. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, five grand for for the 10 games or, or uh, for for one ticket, right? Or uh, One for seat. For one seat. You're buying the license to the seat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you don't know where it's going to be at. I don't
0: know that. Yeah. I I don't know that. Uh, And then you buy whatever season... That you buy, yeah. You buy half, a quarter, a full. I don't know. Yeah. Um. I know that the
1: the Golden Knights, of course, you know. Uh, oh, they went through the roof. They went through the roof. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. That this year they haven't been as good, but no. they they've been uh, hampered by injuries. that yes. They didn't get the first year. That's fine. Yeah. But That's it fine. happens. That's fine. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know what to think about that. I again, I you know, I think it
0: is going to sell out. I think sixty-five thousand seats are going to sell out in a heartbeat if they haven't already. Actually, they haven't. They're, they're only releasing you know the licensing in quarters, but um, I think it is going to sell out. I I, 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 unfortunately, I think, uh, season two in the 2021, I think season two yeah. might be, uh, I think season two is going to be an eye opener. Yeah. It may be an eye opener to me, but I think it's going to be an eye opener to, to everybody else. I think, um, it, the, I'm going to say they're going to drop 40%. I, I used to say 50, Yeah, but I think they'll drop 40% in ticket sales.
1: Well, I think what has hurt is when they originally announced that they were going to come to las vegas the raiders were doing good they were in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah they were and they were looking up because they had a young yeah. quarterback and everything and, and oh wow this is going to be great and then they then they just took a dump basically and now yep. they're and now they're trading off any assets that they do have right um and and they're a, a, a bottom of the league team there they may not be the absolute bottom they've won two games uh i think the last i looked right and they, they've they lost uh, what are they eight two and eight something and like eight, that i think it's two and eight yeah, yeah so so um with with just six games to go, they're not going to finish five hundred. They're mm-hmm. probably lucky to win three or four games, and it's not going to get any better anytime soon, really. Right. But at least by the time they move here, yeah. they're going to be. You know, there are other teams in the division that are much better. Uh, they're clearly the worst team, and they got three teams to climb over. Right. So it's going to be a while. It's. It, I'm. I'm interested. I.
0: You know, I will at least enjoy the 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 show. Yeah. You know, I, I'll see. Well, you're a Raiders fan. You always. Have I have been. always been a Raiders yeah. fan. Raiders fan for life. Um, I, I made my opinion clear early. I didn't want them to come here. No, they should not have come here. Um, we'll see, you know, I, I support the Raiders. I, I don't, I I don't support their administration.
1: No, no. And, and, you know, when you look at it, remember the Raiders to their fan base, which was originally in Oakland, they moved to Los Angeles, gave Oakland the bird. Uh, they stayed down there. And then when they didn't get what they want, they gave LA the bird, went back to Oakland. Right. So they have this and now they're leaving again. So so <laughs> you have right. to wonder again about that it's the same ownership yeah. they, I mean Al Davis is dead but his kid's running it yeah. uh, who I don't know who has worse hair Donald Trump or <laughs> or, or, or or the Al Davis' kid Mark Mark Davis, Mark yeah. Davis. Yeah, yeah yeah so I don't yeah, know which one has that but nevertheless that, thats that's so they are. So yeah. Las Vegas you better you know you have somebody here yeah. who's gonna dump you at some point when mm-hmm. you're, when, the, when they don't get what they want they don't get the extra luxury boxes or, yeah. or the stadium yeah. and they're gonna go somewhere else. Well, I absolutely
0: support the players. Yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't support the politics or the finances. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it'll be interesting to see. Yeah. Well, John, thanks. Good to see you again, man. Good seeing you too. Yeah. What, 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 what uh, Christmas? What, are you, what are you doing?
1: Yeah. You know, you you've, if if the listeners think I'm cranky, John. Yes. Norm, normally, wait till you get to the holidays. Oh my. Yeah. Years ago, my sister, she's really good at sewing and doing that uh-huh. sort of thing, and she made these Christmas decorations and stuff like that she's actually sell them right uh and she made these really clever um christmas stockings okay you know and there was one that she made and um she showed it to somebody and it was ebenezer scrooge and you know, the top hat was like the, the long part of the stocking right and it, it came down and the chin was actually the foot there and it was uh-huh. ebenezer scrooge and it uh-huh. just said bah humbug and and everybody you just showed it to she said Oh, you made that for John. Yeah. 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 Because again, it's, it's, it, for me, it's the consumerism. Yeah. It's buy, buy, buy. How much do I like it, Jamie? It doesn't matter. How, I how much am I going to spend on you? Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and the yeah. fact that Christmas, to me, the holiday is, you know, it's invading other holidays and eating them like Thanksgiving. <laughs> and now it's, you know, Black Friday and the day before Black Friday and whatever. And yeah. it's like, people, can't you just put your wallets away for one day and just, yeah. Relax. You're gonna be stuffed to buy. Go out there and look around, and and yeah, it just it just to me, it's it's become an indoctrination for children yeah. into um, into this consumer society. And if you really want to know, it sometime I will tell you my re- revised story of of Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Well, you know what? We'll get yeah. that next. We'll get yes. that next show. Yes. Yeah.
0: But I agree with you. You know, it's uh, I I avoided Black Friday. I didn't do any yeah. Black Friday. Yeah. Did yeah. you? No, no. 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 All right.
1: Yeah. I did. In fact, even Cyber Monday. Yeah. If there's one day I'm not going to buy something, right? It's going to be Cyber, Cyber Monday. Monday. <laughs> yes, just, yes. let's just keep this thing calm. That's true. That's you true. Know?
0: Well, thanks, John. Thank you. Uh, Jim. Thanks everybody for uh, uh, tuning in and uh, let us know what you want to hear. Uh, and uh, thank you so much for for uh, choosing us on your favorite podcast platform. Uh, we hope you find your peace, and we will see you next week. Thanks to everyone listening and watching. You can catch The Pod Bay Door on the Podbean app or any of your favorite podcast apps, including iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, and Stitcher Radio. You can watch the show on our YouTube channel at The PodBay Door Podcast. Please download, like, and subscribe. Our social connectivity screen is coming up. Check in with us on Facebook, Twitter, and WordPress. The Pod Bay Door is closed and talent is out. Hey, everybody. Thank you very much for tuning into the show. We would love to hear your show's suggestions and comments. If you're watching on our YouTube channel, please click to subscribe. You can also connect with us on Facebook using at PBD podcast on Twitter using at podcast and on WordPress at thepodbaydoor.wordpress.com.